Hello, listeners. This is Jordan. I am here and joined with Doyle. Uh, we are doing a new podcast here because there are some things we got to say, and I know I got to say some things, and I'm pretty sure Doyle does too. So uh, we've got a handful of topics that uh, that we might want to go through. We're going to see what we can get through today and what we can't. We will, uh, I'm sure, get to next time or in a future episode. But uh, this being a pilot episode, you know, you're going to expect some some bumps, some some potentially rough traveling. But we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can to keep it smooth. Um, but yeah, with that being said, uh, Doyle, do you want to say hello? Do you want to kick us off with some topics here? Sure, sure. Uh, hi, folks. Um, this is Doyle. This is my first uh, podcast, uh, as well as our first episode. So, uh, obviously, if I stumble along the way, uh, forgive me. But um, uh, I just there's some things I got to say, uh, and specifically tonight, that what I want to start with is uh, the this coronavirus and the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic situation that we find ourselves in. Um, not really from the public health perspective either. It's it's more just from the you know, the, the perspective of, uh, of how an, an ordinary uh, citizen uh, in this country specifically, but in the, of the world, uh, kind of interprets it and has to uh, uh, learn how to uh, uh, live within uh, what we're facing right now, some of the uh, situations that we've never, never seen before, and in, in, I know in my lifetime. And I think so, just for clarity, uh, uh, our, our accents may give it away, but this country being the United States. Thank you. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, th- that is one of my <clears throat> uh, ethnocentricities that I have to work through. That that this uh, actually has the potential of going outside the bounds of our of our not just our state and area that we're in, but also the the country itself. Um, you know, one of the things that that uh, we see a lot lately is uh, uh, a number of of the uh, executives uh, or, or governmental executives, uh, politicians talking about opening back up the. The, the country and the economy and and how that uh, there's a lot of uh, very strong, strong points of view uh, on that based on uh, presumptions about the information. And that's the thing that I think is uh, uh, strongest in my mind right now is, you know, uh, I don't I'm not sure that anybody knows what's real out there. Uh, we do know that the, the situation is, is terrible and that it's, it's a very you know, strong contagion. And in some cases, you know, we, we know that it's, it's deadly and, um, and, and that's, that's sad. And I don't want to make light of that by, by any means. But the other side of it is uh, we're taking action or the governments have taken action uh, based on some presumptions about the information. And uh, I just think that there's a lot of conflicting uh, information out there. And, and that's, the, that's the part that's most troubling to me is um, no matter where you stand on the uh, which, which side of the aisle that you tend to lean toward or live in, as the case may be. Or what floor. Um, or what floor. <laughs> uh, if, uh, yeah, for, for those that aren't, uh, it's not a binary s- situation. And it obviously is not, even, even with just the two aisles. Um, there's, a, there's a spectrum or a range or a matrix uh, of, uh, of thought there. But uh, d- regardless which side or which perspective that you take, um, you know, there's, it's, it's not an easy, there's not an easy answer. Um, uh, our country, the United States and the world and, uh, is affected by this one. This is something that, that's, you know, is, has not, the world's not seen the likes of anything like this since, you know, the, the last world war, uh, in my estimation, uh, where every uh, uh, country on the face of the earth is potentially affected by this situation, uh, both from a health perspective, but also from, from a, a, a cultural and, and, a, and a economic and a, and a social sense. 
uh, it's, it's having an effect on people. And, and uh, I was reading um, a post uh, on one of the social media sites from one of my, my contacts uh, recently. And he was making a point about uh, that opening up the country or the, uh, the whatever entity you might be, be in to, because of the economy uh, is going to have dire consequences. But he also said uh, being quarantined. Uh, has dire co consequences. And so to know which is the best direction to go or even the timing of it, we have to have good information. And I think that's a struggle right now is uh, uh, where is the good information and yeah. what is the good information? I think that um, this is interesting because you trigger some, thing, some things in my thinking uh, regarding uh, the information, particularly uh, that, that uh, something I got to say about it. Um, so the uh, you you mentioned the word information several times and that decisions were, were made and we need we need more information this that and the other and I, I think that my and again I I can only speak from my perspective what I've read what I've seen and and I I, I do my best to attempt to pull from various sources because I know that uh, pulling uh, reporting information data whatever from a bunch of different sources is is a better way to get a more realistic view than just a single source, right? You're going to, if you get it from a single source, no matter how altruistic or no matter how sincere or how quote unquote good a certain source is, it's still going to be limited what perspective it can actually give you. Uh, but the, I want to, I want to make a distinction when you say the word information and decisions were made on information. I don't know that that's the case. Mm -hmm. I think there was, was some data and I think that data was just there and and that data was either correct data uh, uh partially correct data uh, or uh, maybe even incomplete data i think it was to some degree probably incomplete data um i don't think that it was completely wrong data right i don't think it's complete lies i don't think the numbers are all 100 percent right. made up i think there's there's absolutely some correct data in there but um decisions were made on data and for, for i i'm lived a lot of my life professionally in information technology and there's a difference between information and data right you have to you have to apply some type of either systemic systematic or uh manual analysis to data to be able to glean any actual actionable information from it and i think that a lot of the decisions and actions that were taken were taken based on i won't say suspect but uh Incomplete data. I, I, I think I, I, the 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 most uh, generous, uh, truthful way that you can assess it is the data was at best incomplete, and right. decisions were made. I think rashly based on incomplete data and not real good analysis because we couldn't do good analysis. And I understand there's some time sensitivity to stuff, and it got us into a situation where now we have even harder decisions to make because of the. I, I again, I believe rash nature with which we made these initial decisions to to kind of shut things down without understanding or or even taking in consideration um, the holistic ramifications that such a widespread decision could cause. Sure, sure. I, that's a fair point. Fair clarification on on the the, the words I, were, I was using. Uh, what occurs to me, and I say words, um, it's I, I guess the distinction is is data are points, uh, and they're like words, right? And uh, when that data is 
uh, assembled appropriately becomes information, much like words when they're assembled uh, appropriately can become a story. And, and I think that that's a, that's a, a simpleton, uh, simplistic rather, rather way to look at it, what you, what you said from my perspective, so I can uh, understand it. Uh, but I think you're, 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 you're absolutely uh, spot on in that regard. Uh, but it makes me think about the whole concept of triage, right? Sometimes in triage, you, you have to make decisions that in retrospect might, might not have been the best, but they were the best at the moment. It's, and, it's tough to make optimal decisions in triage. Right. And, and so uh, I think that's probably a, a fair way to put what occurred uh, in, in the early uh, stages of this, this coronavirus uh, situation, I'll call it first, because we didn't know it was a pandemic at, at first, um, uh, that there was some triage decisions that had to be made, right? It's like going to the ER. They've got to decide, you know, how do we, how do we keep you alive first? And then from there, we decide how to make your health, get you back to health and, and, and do preventative uh, practices and things like that afterwards. And I think that's sort of where we find ourselves uh, right now, at least that, that's, that is how it feels to me. Uh, you know, that's not a, a fact-based perspective, but that's, that's an, uh, you know, an, a, an emotional-based perspective based on seeing things around. Because I think, I think the triage nature is, is somewhat over. We know more than we did before. Now it's a time to take it to the next level, which I don't, in the ER space, I don't know what they call the next step after triage, but I know there is a, there's a, a, a term for it, uh, but where they're, you know, they're doing, you know, some sort of diagnosis, uh, you know, some further diagnosis. Uh, and that's where we, I think where we are. And the, the, the thing there though, is that's not a singular action. And, and I think the, the challenges that I see is that um, there's disagreement in, the, uh, in the, the country and in the world today, uh, but specifically speaking about the United States, there's disagreement about, uh, about that and, and pretty, pretty strong disagreement that we should remain in triage, which is, you know, remaining in quarantine is sort of what that would, would uh, relate from my perspective, versus trying to find a way to begin to move move forward uh, out of that where it makes sense. And, and I think that's the, that's the key thing and, and where there's still some differing opinions on where it makes sense. And, and yes, certain states uh, have decided to take stronger perspectives, but, but they're in their own decision-making process, right? You know, the, the governors and the other leaders in, in the states have to look at the circumstances that, that are within their uh, uh, domain. And uh, um, anyway, the, the, the point being there is everyone seems to act. Most people want to act as though the answers are absolute. They're binary. They're yes right. or no. They're black and white. They're, abs- you know, just, you know, on and off. And, and they're really not. Um, I, I tend to try to, I tend not try, but I tend to fall in that space on this topic too, because I have some pretty strong, uh, perspectives, um, uh, as, uh, has been said. And the president has said, you know, you don't want the cure to be worse than the disease. Sure. And, and, uh, I know we're talking life versus economy, but no, but this, no, 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 no. I want to stop you there. And this is where maybe we have a disagreement. The economy is life. The economy is life working out, interacting with itself, growing, expanding. That's what the economy is. And so people conflate, I think, very often um, 
particularly I think a lot of, of the crew who would be for you know six month, eight month, twelve month uh, uh, isolation. Uh, a lot of the people who have that perspective conflate the economy with something like the stock market or sure. conflate the economy with, you know, large corporations. And, and that shows a very, I think, limited, not, not even, not even understanding. It's a lack of understanding of what the economy is and its importance to human life generally. Yeah. I don't think you and I disagree. I, I was, I was purporting that, that, that the actors that we witness seem to act that seem to act as though they believe. Yes. And I, I think that's, and that's, that's an important distinction is that, uh, they, uh, I, I won't say act like they're actually actors, but I know what you mean when you, when you say actors, you mean entities, people, right? Just people, yeah, the people yeah. that we see seem to, and when you say act, you don't mean act as in falsely act. You mean how they actually, what they are doing. That's right. That's right. Indicate right. that that um, there's this bi- a binary situation of lives versus economy, and I, w- I want to take just one second. I don't want to hijack you too much, but uh, this this kind of hits up an, uh, against another point that really bothers me is this phrase: "If it saves one life." Right. I detest, absolutely detest that phrase. I and I, I hope you know that I, I highly respect human life. Uh, it it is extremely important, um, and that's why that kind of a statement is uh, very bad. <laughs> because if, if you they're, using that statement for justification is is terrible. Because if it saves one life, well, what if in five years it kills a hundred thousand people? What if in five years it kills two people, but it saves one life now? Right? Mm-hmm. Or is that the kind of calculus you want to be doing with human life? No, it's not. That's a that's a rhetorical statement. A, a statement uh, uh, on a soapbox. Is is what mm-hmm. that is? It's it's it, and, and honestly, uh, it's a really vapid statement that that speaks to to not thinking about anything beyond the end of my nose. Sure. Well, and it's meant to be an argument stopper too, right? It's meant to sure. deflate someone else's perspective and point, and because you know who's gonna who's gonna argue against saving a life, right? Right. And who's gonna argue against saving one life? But but the the to your point, the equation isn't or the calculus isn't that clear. It's not. Either or, right? Because we already know that just in the the, the normal uh, within normal influenza, right? The United States had thirty four thousand deaths from just the normal influenza, but people are not uh, going crazy over that, right? If it saved one life, why, why wouldn't we apply? If that's the argument to be made, why wouldn't that argument be, be applied there? Why wouldn't it be applied to anything that that is contributory to to you know? unnecessary death here's a here's a quick rebuttal to that uh argument from my perspective is that um if it saves one life we should do whatever it takes okay well we know very we have facts now that we know and we, we could have suspected this anyway but we absolutely know that uh because of this uh imposed isolation that uh tra- traffic fatalities have gone down Right. That saved way more than one life. Way, way sure. more than one life. Should we stop driving? Should we get rid of cars? Of course not. That makes no sense. So I mean, just it's it's a it's a farcical attempt at an argument. It's not even a real attempt at an argument. I think the people that say things like that aren't even trying to argue. They're just trying to not right. not engage, not debate. Not they're. Uh, it's just an emo- appeal to emotion. Is all it really sure. is. Sure. Um, sure. But it's it's just really annoying that that's the level of discourse that is in the public today and how frankly childish that kind of statement and, and perspective is and, and i'm not trying to be mean by saying that that's really the reasoning of a child sure 
Sure. Right. It's, 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 uh, I guess in a vernacular is pitching a fit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I understand, I understand the desire to save lives. I, I have that desire. Sure. I, I, people, people, more people are going to die of suicide, uh, uh, starve to death, uh, uh, get angry because they can't have an effective life and, and take that anger out on other people violently. And in other ways, um, there's just so many other things that, that, that kind of statement is ignoring that are going to sure. be caused by this sort of a situation, you know, and not trying to, to, to go down a, a, another path right now, but th- that reminded me of, of something that I just uh, heard recently that the uh, domestic abuse and child abuse reports have gone down drastically. And there was a local uh, 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 children's services uh, uh, worker was being interviewed on the television and they said that they don't believe that the actual events are going down, just that the re- typical reporters are not seeing the children. Uh, albeit, you know, that is school teachers and, right. and care providers, because now they're, the schools, you know, have, have shut down and the, and the children are staying at home with, with the, the abusers and the perpetrators. And there's no one there or insufficient amount of, of, uh, of observation. And so to your point about uh, protecting a child, what else? I mean, what, uh, there's not much more important than protecting a child from something like that. Right. Protecting their lives too. And, and, and taking it back to the point of if it saves one life, okay, well, let's say we, we save somebody's life who's uh, mid thirties. Right. And so that, you know, they've got half their life to live at least or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then we, we save that, but we, we put this kind of a situation on, you know, uh, children and there's, you know, a hundred children who live beyond this, but they, they have, they have, are so psychologically scarred because of what they had to endure because they were forced through this kind of a situation. Sure. It's sure. like, uh, th- those are not even the kind of arguments. You- it's not an argument. Those are not the kind of things you want to be talking about. That What's that saying is I'm not serious about this situation and, 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 and I'm trying to attempt to sound serious. Anyway, sure. I got to get off that soapbox because I'll I'll drive that right into the ground. <laughs> if I well, don't. I think I think I think what we've done is we've we've demonstrated for for listener our listeners um, why we are calling this podcast things I got to say. Oh yeah, right. Because we we don't want to diminish or minimize or or make light of this this. Uh, pandemic, this coronavirus, the COVID-19 uh, that's going on, it, it is horrible. And, and there are many, many lives that are affected. In fact, uh, Jordan and I both uh, had a, a, a video meeting this morning with someone that is actually uh, recovering from uh, an infection right now, someone that, that, that we know actually is, is out of state. We, don't, we haven't had physical contact with him. Uh, I'll say that just to make sure everyone know that we're not uh, exposed. So, to, so you're not going to get infection. coronavirus by listening to this podcast? No, <laughs> um, but uh, so so we know that there's a lot of people that that are that are impacted and and affected by this, and 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 you know the those that are uh, most at risk, the elderly and the, those that whose you know immune systems have been compromised or weakened for for whatever reason. Um, you know, it, I don't want to make light of it, but it, it's not just that. I mean, it's affecting, you know, people in the world in, in other ways. And we've, we've mentioned a few of them uh, here so far. Um, and not the least of which is it creates some really strong uh, opinions and points of view on data points, as Jordan had mentioned earlier, as you know, as you said earlier, not information per se, but data points that people take and turn into information. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give you a, a, an example. 
um, uh, my wife's uh, mother uh, uh, and father live with us. And uh, we live in a, a neighborhood, you know, and there's lots of houses and she's heard so much on the television about, you know, the, the coronavirus and, and she's scared and she sees people out walking in our neighborhood and she's, she's, you know, freaking out a little bit about why are they outside? I mean, uh, that, that's the effect it's having on people. They're, they're, they're getting this untold message that, you know, to social distance that they can't even go outside in some cases. And, and that's the worst thing in the world. They probably need to go outside to get, you know, air and sunshine and, and exercise and things of that sort that would be helpful, obviously keeping a good safe distance from other people, but uh, out in the neighborhood on a walking trail or walking track up and down the, the sidewalks, you should be able to have plenty of distance to stay away from people. And, and I think the risks are uh, certainly overwhelmed by the, the positives of, uh, of uh, the fresh air and and sunshine and uh, the 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 free vitamin D that someone can get mm-hmm. just being outside for you know ten or fifteen minutes. But anyway, that's one of the things I, I had to say <laughs> in that regard. I so think Jordan, it, uh, it probably behooves us to mention that this is being recorded uh, April twenty third, twenty twenty, because I I realize we're 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 referring to some potentially time sensitive, uh, not time sensitive, but time specific um, things. Uh, and in two weeks, it, this, this may sound really silly. So <laughs> just so sure, sure. everyone's aware. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah no, no, I, right. Yeah. I, I think that, um, I think we've pretty well covered it. And, uh, I think that kind of leads into some of the other things that, um, that we wanted to talk about, particularly uh, you're, you're mentioning, um, uh, your mother-in-law. It, it's, it's one of those things where, um, it's unfortunate that, the media has pumped such a level of fear into people. And I'm not saying there, there doesn't need to be genuine, serious concern by no means. Am I saying that, but fear, even, even it, even if we take the worst view that has been presented in media anywhere about this thing and say, that's the hundred percent truth. Even if we say that, fear is not helpful in that situation. Fear is sure. always uh, a destructive force and and always counterproductive to you know positive ends. Uh, that's been at least my experience. That's my opinion on it because you have people when they get afraid they make decisions that aren't well thought out generally because they are afraid they, they got to do something. They have, they need to feel like they're addressing what's in front of them and trying to overcome it. And, and that's human nature. And it's understandable that they would be that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that unfortunately, um, a lot of the media out there now are taking advantage of the ability. I don't think this is, I, this is true. It, the, the the media is taking advantage of their ability to rile up fear. That ha- was happening long before this pandemic began, um, and I suspect it'll be happening long after. Um, but certainly, um, this is a situation that has laid it completely bare that the media is a machine of fear i mean that's that's what it, it almost seems like its job is is to create fear among people i don't know Dole, what do you think about that you know i i think so i mean because it's it, when as you were saying that I'm, uh, i remember uh, i'm thinking of a couple of of news uh uh programs that, that i watch from time to time and they have to make it a point at the end of the show 
of the end of their 30 minute uh, time frame to come up with something positive, something uplifting, to, to try to counteract all of this, this fear and, 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 uh, and I, you won't say negativity, but I mean, when they're reporting things that are occurring, that's not necessarily negativity. As it's much negativity as it when it gets cast in a certain way though, right? I mean, cause that, that's that often happens. They, you're right. When they, when they, when they wrap, um, uh, a, a certain, uh, me intentional message with the facts that they're reporting, right? When they, when they make it more political than, than they should, uh, even make you, and even not even talking about the political side. And this is the thing that, that is, uh, uh, uh wildest to me is television shows, any standard program, non-news program, entertainment show of some sort, right? Their, their whole idea is to attract viewers, right? And the reason they want to attract viewers is so that they can sell advertising. And the more viewers they can attract uh, and the certain demographics that they can attract, they can, you know, target uh, certain advertisers and, and have them pay fees. N news programs do the same thing. The problem with that is that, is that creates a, 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 a conflict between an, uh, an, a factual, unbiased reporting of, of news events and putting up something that people will want to, to, to see and want, and want to tune in for. They're competing for the, for the, the quote-unquote eyeballs uh, across networks and across you know, channels and, and, and delivery avenues, whatever the, however the news is, is delivered. And, and it's, uh, it's, I won't say sad, but it seems... Um, fighting uh what news used to be once upon a time well no it's right. sad I, I think you can say it's sad because um and this is going pretty deep on this topic um but the reality of it is it's not just fear oh, fear is the base of what i think most media is playing at mm -hmm. um the 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 sad part about it is that it, it, it is almost painfully clear that the way in which particular media sources present their news or programs or whatever it is, articles, is makes it very clear that they are speaking to a specific tribalistic mindset right so some uh at some point I, I would probably say some media channels but i, I want to just get the general point out here because if it's on tv they're doing this if it's if it's on in print and, and it gets delivered to your front door they're doing this no matter you know where and anywhere on the political landscape that any particular outlet may lie they're doing this but but that's that's the thing is that to your point i think is that the way that they know that they can capture those eyeballs, those clicks, et cetera, that, that watch time uh, for ads is, so, is by appealing to the things that really light people up that will cause them to click, keep their attention longer, et cetera, on these specific um, you know, media sources. And so it's really this huge devolution, de-evolution into you know, tribalistic reporting, tribalistic programs tribalistic articles etc where it's like okay yeah i know the three words that i can say in this article that are going to really light you up and keep and make you watch read the whole thing or like that they the, uh 
newscaster can say in the first you know 10 seconds of his intro that's going to hook you for this whole thing and like i said it doesn't matter if you're on the right left up down inside out uh red white blue yellow orange pink uh all all of the media outlets do this in varying degrees um some are way worse than others and and many are really bad (laughs) um but i really think that that's the sad part is that that kind of reversion to tribalism in a way to to support uh, a part of your point um you know closed captioning is is a pretty pretty interesting uh, uh feature sometimes uh i was watching i've been watching a, this uh, as a local news station uh one of the one of the, the the national networks it's the local uh station for that and um you will see some of the commentary around not just what they say in closed captioning like it'll say stinger you know, for the, for the, this oh, yeah. such and such story. Like, it's like or placeholder. The, yeah. The teaser, yeah. The teaser. I mean, so you, you see this, so they're, they're not, they're unabashed with it. Right. And, oh, it's and certainly planned. Yeah. It's, it's not like, uh, and, and I will, I will age myself here shortly if I don't watch out. Um, <laughs> when, when I was, uh, you know, growing up, uh, even as a, as a teenager and a, and a young adult, um, you tuned in to see the news, not to be entertained. You tuned in to see what was going on. You know, I mean, uh, people, you know, uh, those of us that, that have been around a, a decade or, or five or six, um, you know, know Walter Cronkite, right? And he was very trustworthy. And and back until he fell from grace, Dan Rather, right, was another that that they were well known for just factually reporting the news and, and didn't appear to uh, uh, comment about it, you know, put in their opinion, unless they said, you know, uh, this was an opinion, which was, which was rare. Uh, and you don't see that now it's, uh, you, it's, it's, it's interwoven with facts and opinion. And so there's the, the lines are blurred. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think there's even argument to be made that earlier Dan rather and, and Walter Cronkite, even they still had, a perspective injected into what they reported. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Right. Um, n- n- if for you know, in, in no other way in the language in which it was constructed. And and language is very important. Uh, there's a lot of subconscious clues often in the way the sentences are structured. And um, I think that, and I don't, I don't mean to say this to, to get very conspiratorial about it. I just mean that, you know, people have have things that they're trying to achieve with the work that they do and and I don't, it doesn't have to be nefarious at all and it doesn't have to be uh, disingenuous and it doesn't have to be uh uh quote unquote bad right i mean it's just right. these things are, are are the case and so it's really hard and this goes back to my statement at the beginning about you know trying to take in information uh, or or at least reporting and data from a bunch of different sources is because you're not going to be able to go to one source and be able to get a 100% objectively fact-based, a dispassionate piece of information about the world. Right. Period. That doesn't. Sure. It, 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 you can go to a, uh, uh, um, a multi-peer-reviewed scientific journal, and you're not going to get that. Right. Sure. So if you can't get it there, you're not getting it anywhere. Um, right. And so the people really, I think, need to be aware of that 
when they're trying to consume information about the world that they something they didn't see or they don't have direct experience with. Definitely, you need to consume that information, right? You need to know about things that are outside of you. That makes you a more well-rounded, richer person. Uh, although I, I have to say, though, the idea of wanting to be fully well-rounded is a little suspect to me because the more that I try to be more well-rounded in a lot of different things, the more I realize I, I'm not that great at anything. Uh, and I know the jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none sort of thing, but I think that there's some there's some deep um, importance in understanding things at a really deep level and being limited. Not that everyone should, but I think some people should. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's a different topic. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I think that, um, just generally, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, you just need to think people aren't thinking. People don't have their brains uh, engaged. People's minds are closed. This, that, and the other. And yes, maybe those things are true to a degree, but I think the, the reality is most people just don't understand that they have to, engage themselves with that type of thing when when i'm when i'm trying to look at the news when i'm trying to learn about the world around me under not just learn but understand about current events or whatever you have to um be engaged in that process you can't just be like a a, a, a an open container and have it poured into you i guess is right the point i'm trying right. to make so, so you can't. You, I, well, I started to start naming networks, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, <laughs> on both sides of the of the of the of the uh, equation, if you will. But uh, even even if you are listening to one that is more aligned with your your uh, personal bias, everybody has personal bias. I mean, that's just right. the truth. <laughs> uh, even then, I think what you're saying is probably even more, uh, because uh, otherwise, you're you're. I think a term you've heard you use uh, before. You you create your own echo chamber. Yep. Where you you have what you think and what you think you believe reinforced by the message that keeps coming at you, and then it just sort of creates this spiral, you know, in the echo chamber, you know, idea, um, and it serves well. And this is this is why some of the people that that I have um, <clears throat> gained some of the most respect for uh, in in the world today um, are the people that are most willing to listen to other people's points of view. Yeah. Right. And and to, that's two. That's too infrequent these days where, number one, people are willing to listen, but then number two, that people are willing to openly engage with someone uh, uh, for a, 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 uh, an educated uh, discussion and or debate rather than, you know, immediately going on, on an attack. And, and I think, you know, I, I'm segueing, you know, away from the media and don't mean to, uh, but into the, the, the personal uh, uh, philosophies and points of view that, that, yeah. you know, are framed or influenced, you know, by uh, what we think we see and what we believe uh, are, are in the media uh, in all forms today. I think kind of uh, riffing off of that a little bit, uh, talking about your uh, the, the the I won't say reticence to discourse, but I think a lot of people just don't understand how to have a, a real debate, a real dialogue about a, a an important topic. I think that it's been modeled for them so much, particularly in the media, but uh, even elsewhere, that the way to um, get through a debate is to beat down your opponent. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, that's not what it's about. And if you, if you think that that's what it's about, then you're never going to learn anything in in your life, like ever. Um, And I I think that 
it's it's sad because I there's I feel like that there's some schools of thought that really I, I genuinely honestly believe that they are so right about where they're at that they they can't allow any other perspective to be spoken because just the fact that that other perspective is is being spoken is tantamount to disproving them right uh and and I, now's not the time to go into some of those at some point i would like to talk about some of those but but they're it's pretty low level um as far as i guess human philosophies uh but that that's sad and i don't ever want to be associated with any such philosophy that is so scared to engage in debate that it doesn't even it, it thinks that it shouldn't even exist sure I, or at I least think, acts like it shouldn't exist I, I think what you just uh what you just spoke there you know over the last couple of uh, uh topics or topic points um again goes into the the, the the case of explaining to, to our listeners why we felt the need to begin this this podcast right mm-hmm. there are it's not like we 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 have you know uh, some beef with anything or anybody or or any group we're going to get on a you know on a stump and and uh, not that not that I'm not against not that I have a problem with getting on a stump from time to time but that's not the <laughs> objective here yeah. it's to it's to talk about these points that sort of burn within us from from time to time, and and to hope to create some discourse, to ho- uh, to create some dialogue, some Absolutely. additional dialogue, uh, you know, and and not just be talking heads, but but to uh, introduce new thoughts, new thinking, new perspectives, um, uh, and 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 be able to take those and and to make situations and circumstances and, and life and, and people and, and situations better than, than they were before, not to make them worse. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've been in this world and in this country and, and long enough to know that, uh, there, there are some fantastic, uh, and brilliant and caring people in this world. Yes. Uh, they're not just limited to the United States. Um, uh, although I, I'm kind of particular to, to the, the, most of the people there, but, um, you know, I think we've, we've got to be uh, careful and aware that, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't, uh, here's another topic I don't want to get into, but on universalism, I'm, I'm not into this you know, one world, uh, view of, of everything. I think there's, there's good reason to, to have groups is why we have families, right? There's, there's, sure. there's protection, there's strength and there's, but that doesn't mean it's a. It's, you know, all or nothing and, you know, uh, wars and battles if you're not part of that, that group. And I don't think, I think that's where we want to avoid things like that. Find the common ground and, and coexist in the, uh, in, in the best way and that, that we can possible. I mean, and, and, uh, again, this is definitely a topic for, uh, uh, maybe even an entire, uh, podcast at some point, but, um, that's purely my point of view is that, like if if you could distill my point of view down to one statement two words voluntary interaction that's it everything should be voluntary interaction no coercion right that if 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 you take that approach to everything in life you will find that people the good that people think is void that doesn't exist there I think there's a lot of people that think that humans are basically evil and despicable. 
And I think those people are so uh, misled by people who are truly evil and, 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 and do despicable things. And then they, they, those people are put, are, are put either get into positions somehow of authority, power, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and then the perspective is that they are in that position because they are evil and do despicable things. And that couldn't be further from the truth because there's, right. there's, as many examples as there are of that, I can give you for every one example like that. I can give you a dozen counter examples where somebody in the exact same kind of a position is one of the best humans you'll ever talk to. I get, and I can guarantee it. And and if we could shift the perspective of those people away from, you know, well, you know, evil is is uh, the default state of man to. Well, no, evil does exist, and evil does exist in man, but that's not a default state, and we 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 need to know that no one's beyond redemption. Mm-hmm. If we could take that sort of a view of things, then we could start. We could actually start in, in genuinely and earnestly working toward a better world. But I think as long as the prevailing sentiment is that man is by default evil and does by default despicable things, we got a long road to hoe to get there. So your, your two-word statement of philosophy, again, was? was Voluntary one? interaction. Voluntary interaction. Um, honestly, that sounds like a really good uh, place for us to, to wrap up uh, the podcast tonight. Because right. that's, that's, a, that's a, a, a nice teaser uh, for, <laughs> for uh, not that we'll necessarily talk about that on, on our next one. But I do think that's, as you said, that's going to be one that uh, I think will uh, open some doors of, I got to say, a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in, in a positive way, right? And for in, sure, in, in an open and honest way, right? So uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, tonight, uh, Jordan. I think uh, I think yeah. we've gotten this thing off to a really good start. Hopefully, we've given folks an indication of kind of where our heads and hearts are. Uh, uh, I really probably should should have flopped that, uh, flipped that, and said where our hearts and heads are because I think uh, I think I can speak for you that uh, on this topic, we start from the heart first in anything that yeah. we do and say, and uh, we 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 like these kinds of conversations. We've had numerous, many many of these beyond count uh, before, um, and and I look forward to many many more uh, going forward. Same here, Doyle. It was a good time. I appreciate you taking the time with me. And uh, I guess we will talk again soon. All right. All right. See ya. Until next time.